Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Hello, players. It's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire, and we are so excited to tell you about our very first sponsor, StartPlaying.Games. First of all, I want to say if you want to sponsor any of our shows, please reach out to us at therpgempire.sponsor at gmail.com. Once again, that's therpgempire.sponsor at gmail.com. So now on to the sponsor. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about startplaying.games. It's a website to help you find other people to play games with. But the really cool thing about it is that there are a ton of professional DMs up there and they are super excited to make sure you get an awesome experience every week. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely check out startplaying.games. And on top of that, I'm running a Monster of the Week game set in the Strangers in the Pines universe. So if you ever wanted to bump elbows with Lucas or go get juice at Duck Duck Juice, now is your chance. Once again, that is startplaying.games. I hope to see you there. Now on with the show. Previously on Dust World. 
I know that Kevin took over my prison a few months ago. I know that you have been storing information about my cybers machine, and you've collected some AI called Stark. I'd like a moment alone with the king, if I may. What do you mean? Just the king. They will always betray you. It doesn't matter anymore, Clarence. You've become like me. No. You understand, there's only one piece that matters. The question is, which one of us is that piece? Go take care of the cybers technology. Barrett, you got everything we need to knock it out. You say this out loud? Yeah, I mean... So as you say this out loud, uh-huh. you see um, Shao start to convulse like this. It's like, guys, I don't feel so good. And then his eyes roll back in his head, and all of a sudden he starts to levitate, and psi, pink psi energy just starts to like burst off of him. And then in a moment he goes, and he's gone. So you've got two blades out of each one, so you're like a giant taser, and lightning is arcing between them, and then shoots out from you and strikes the um, the giant cybers machine, and it hits it, and it kind of like arcs, arcs a little bit and starts to... Um, to lightning kind of is striking through it, and you you hear Shao going, No! Ah, you're gonna annoy me! Hello, I'm Paul Parnell, the DM of Dust World, an actual play podcast where we play an anime-flavored post-apocalyptic sci-fi western game in the vein of Trigon or Fallout. In this game, we will be creating a story together. Play the intro. Now we follow our heroes, Gage Thane a dust-casting, sword-wielding monk from the mountains of Black Earth. Clarence Wales, the telepathic child runaway whose mind is strong enough to bring grown men to their knees. Kevin Wolfkin, the sharp-shooting, foul-mouthed, fox-faced hunter from a hidden village of werewolves. And Wedge, the indestructible cyborg brawler. Let's see what becomes of them in Dust World. So, dude, I want to use telekinesis. We'll I could drop you off on a building if you want it. Would Cyblast hurt it? Yeah, you can try. Let's do it. So you go to, like, try and cyburst it. Get a headache. And, uh... <laughs> so your, your arm shoots out from the window, and it's going towards its head. And when you get close, there's, like, a field of energy, and your hand just hits, and you're like, Ow! All right, still working on that. Still working on that. Still Wait, working. You said on that. pods fell, by the way, correct? Mm-hmm. Off the side. I kind of look at Clarence. Clarence, I suppose you. Do you know any other people in the pods that might be helpful? Uh, not totally. I mean, like other size, anything at this point. We could use some allies. A certain dumb-looking baby who kept whapping me in the head for three years. Thanks for leaving me with him, by the way. <laughs> no problem, buddy. <laughs> Stop being passive-aggressive and help me out here. I'm trying my best. I'm going to throw you out into the ocean when we're done, now that I've had my character moment. Uh, attack Wait. Melee? Oh, I've never visited the ocean. That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is it attack Melee? What are you trying to do? I'm going to punch it with the mech. Sure. And I, lagging, I may have lagging, helped it. And lagging, yeah, you hit. And lagging, lagging. Oh, nice. That's how it's done. So what's the total? 137. Did he use the blade, or was he using... Uh, oh yeah, sure. Because if you use the blade, he gets bonuses, doesn't he, to Yeah, damage? yeah. 
Were you using the blade or just a puncher? I can use a blade. Okay. Roll damage for your death blade. 31. Okay, so 137 plus 31, so that's 168. <laughs> Don't you love that weapon? <laughs> Hi. Hi, Xiao. I did just see you get bored, but at the same time... Yeah, Shao, Shao, you see Shao's face and he's like, Ow! Stop attacking me. I'm going to remake the world. Oh, shut the hell up. <laughs> okay. It's my turn now. So he reaches out his hands like this, uh-huh. and all of a sudden the buildings around start to vibrate, and then they burst apart. All of their pieces flying up in the air. And he re- re- holds his hand up above you, and then he pulls him down, and then those pieces all sharpen, and then just start pelting you. Fantastic. Like, Swartz Guardian. Like or Swartz Defense, actually. He uh, also got really poor, so it's probably likely that it'll work. Nope. I can't use it. No? When you have two blades out, you can spend one stamina for a defense bonus to the Swartz level. Yep. But I don't have two blades out, so I'll adhere to that. I. Okay, good. Well, is anyone else in the area going to be hit? Like You can use parry. Parry? Yeah, I can use parry. I'll use that. Gosh darn it, Gade. Well, it's still 16. All these pieces are raining down, and uh, you just hold your sword arm above your head, and it basically deflects most of the damage. Mm-hmm. The cyburst machine starts to glow, and then it lifts up. And it starts to fly. I kind of go, that's cheating. That is completely cheating. It lands over here. It's now Alistair's turn. What's Alistair doing? Alistair? Alistair going to die. Alistair kind of looks at it. It's all three of their turns, so. Okay. Well, we're acting on each of ours, I'm assuming? Mm-hmm. Okay. Juno's on there with with him, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, Juno, Juno. What do you want? Hey, hey, so if I make, so you know how like they had those old fashioned things like cannons and stuff like that, where you'd shoot and it would be like massive like cannonball? So what if I make a huge like ball of dust, like, you know, of black powder specifically, and you use your psychic abilities to throw it really hard at it and then I explode it on impact, do you think it would do more damage? My psychic abilities don't work like that. Uh, No, shut up. He does have Yes, they do. Come on, you know it'd be cool. I don't know. <coughs> Fine. I'm gonna go ahead and just cast dust on him, though. I'm gonna try and wrap around uh, black powder around one of the arms. Okay. And explode it to break the joint off, break the arm off if I can. Okay. So that's a 98. Yeah, it hits. Okay. And then go ahead and do the explosion with the same amount. Yep. It's gonna be 165 damage. Nice. <laughs> so, I'm going to aim for his uh, right arm and just try and just destroy it. Okay, uh, so you... The joint. You blast it, the arm like flails, a bunch of pods fall off. Uh, he like grabs the arm, little pieces kind of like rebuild themselves, and he's like, would you stop it already? <laughs> oh, I like it. I can blow it up more than once. This is the best toy ever. Oh, you sweet summer child. I never did like you. 
I'll kill you first, then. Oh, if he kills Matsu, I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> oh, that would suck. <laughs> so, you can act out grief next. Alright, so he has to dodge the 15. Did he dodge it? Uh, he can be stunned for one round. Okay. Okay, uh, so you threw out... So explain what happened. Buffy! Whatever. <laughs> and, uh, he pounded the ground, and the shockwaves went into the sideburst thing, rattled it around, including the part that uh, Clarence screwed up a bit, and just enough where it, like, a bunch of things suddenly went system error, system error. Gotcha. Like, everything got shoveled up, so it's like, you know. You see uh, Shao, like, trying to move, and he's like, what's happening? Why isn't it working? Oh, is this the part where you kill me first? I missed that. Mmm, try again. Will do. Uh, okay, uh, Juno, what are you doing? <clears throat> Cypress technology, can it be affected by Juno's psi attacks? Yes. You can try it. Yes, I can. Just don't roll a one. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that works. Uh, so I can just do psi blade range, right? Yep. All right. Target. He, so he does, <laughs> the stun doesn't work. He's already stunned for one round anyway. Dang. So it should like stack on, one, right? Work. So he's not going to get more stunned. Uh, but he does. You do hit him, and uh, you actually hit Shao, and Shao like you aim directly. You jump up in the air with like all of your heightened psi <coughs> abilities, and you spin your sword around. And you fling the sword and it stretches straight and like hits him and he just, the whole machine kind of like goes and like bends in a little. He's like, ow. Okay, so Biggs uh, lands on this building nearby. Only the rivals can see it because they're the only ones close enough. He holds his sword out and he like strikes it and it's like, uh, it's like a thousand um, fire hoses all going off at once. There's so much water (laughs) shooting out. And he reaches it up, and he brings it across the back of the the giant mech. So uh, he, he did a hundred damage. <laughs> he spent a ton of his stamina, though. You guys hear in the radio a familiar voice. Hey guys, I haven't a uh, long time no see. It looks like you got a big problem on your hand. Maybe I can help cut it down to size. <laughs> and he, as he strikes, the machine's like. Kind of like sorting out a little bit. So and there's a brief pause in the cockpit, and then I say, Man, remember Wedge? I just kind of go, I'd rather not talk about yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gage feels a little bit of guilt over that entire planning scenario. <laughs> I mean. A lot of guilt. You, you, aren't, you aren't your Wedge's keeper, you know? <laughs> Uh, all of a sudden, a lightning bolt strikes and out pops Alarak. Uh, Kevin, what do you want Alarak to do? Just light him up? Alarak? Yeah. Gotta yeah, use that Alarak voice. You know, just light him up? I don't even know who Alarak is. Oh, him. Your dad. Yeah, he's gonna just light him up. My brain just totally gapped who he was. Yeah, he hits. 50 damage. Double. So 100 yeah. Progress. Griff's like, uh, chimes in, Hey guys, so I brought the backup. 
Oh, good. You did get the message. I was worried you might have had the whole mistrust thing going on. I mean, you know, some of your information was good. Uh, also, what's up with the Red Devils? Should I be shooting them? No, they're actually on our side. Uh, I managed to get most of them, theoretically. Oh. Not, we won't shoot them now. Maybe later. Okay, sounds good. No offense, guys. Because <laughs> I'm assuming they're all on the same channel. <laughs> what does Alistair say? Alistair kind of goes, Aw, love you too, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you know that explosive you canister can on your back can be used in both directions, right? <laughs> Hello, Crypt, sweetie. We've got some scores to settle. He, like, aims his gun up at Matsuo. <laughs> He's like, I can sell it right now. If you want to get hit by a golem. Um, so Griff, like, jumps building to building. He gets over here. And uh, he's like, I don't know. Everything seems to be going pretty well. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I won't pull out the big guns. You know what I'm saying? And, big uh, guns, big guns, big guns. You think? There is literally a machine trying to destroy the world. Uh, okay, guys. I mean, this could be bad, though. I kind of just go, Griff, I'm looking at a robot that is literally about to try and come and rip my arms off while I'm sitting inside of a sand golem. How much worse can it get? Oh, mm. I can think of worse, but... It, it could be me trying to rip your arms off instead of that thing? I'm willing to take that chance. Okay. He jumps down into the, the waist. He's like, I hate this part. And uh, he's like... <sighs> <sighs> His eyes change to that of wolves. The sand starts to, uh, the dust starts to spin around him and collect. And he rages out. And then you hear, like, just the bassy growl and, like, like wolf sound. And suddenly in the distance, you hear the sound of, like, a hundred wolves. As Griff attacks this bad boy. For an 11. Good job, Dust Beast Griff. I <laughs> <laughs> call it the big guns. The thing is, he still hit. No, no. <laughs> we still went that damage. A 50, that ain't bad. So Griff just like reaches back, <laughs> pounds this thing. It's like he's hitting so hard, but he's like. He's fast, but he's slow just because he's so big. Mm -hmm. And it hits the thing in the head. And it's just like... And Shao's like, owie. Okay, Gage's turn. Okay. Gage at this point is going to look at the beast. And he's going to go ahead and channel both of his, uh, both of his hands together. And he's going to fire uh, multiple spikes... Actually, blades. They're going to be like kind of two blades. Okay. And he's going to fire one about here yeah. at probably sternum level, right below the collarbone of okay. the beast or the robot. Yeah. And then the one right below, right, trying to bisect the legs off and then take the head off. Okay. So he's going to do that, but he's going to use the dust and just slice through. It's got way too much HP that that's not going to work, but you can do a lot of damage. That's fine. Okay. Uh, so Sierra surrounds this guy with uh, four duplicates of herself. Well, three duplicates of herself. 
And they all unleash hell. A natural 20. Are you kidding me? Nice. Perfect. That's terrifying. And uh, he's going to dodge, and I'm sure he won't. Holy crap. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 296? <laughs> so did we ever wonder the fact that my sister is literally terrifying? So we're all just seeing this, and I, I, I say to Gage, you know what I was saying about killing your sister? So I, I, take, do I, don't, get, I don't think we can. I lead, so let me I describe what happens. Do you understand why so, I do this now? So four, the four <laughs> of them were, were all kind of by you, and they're tiny. You know, they're on top of these buildings, but she can run and jump really well. Yeah. And so you see her like darting ninja style, like like in an anime, down these buildings and like rushing across, and then up these other buildings. You see him jump into the air, and they they pull both like swords out. You see the swords energize, and you know immediately she's doing sword strike, mm -hmm. and then all four of them simultaneously are just like, and two massive like blades from each one, so a total of eight sword strikes are just impaling this thing. Is that's terrifying, and she does five hundred damage. Five hundred? Yeah. Good. Yeah. A bunch of pods are like falling off and breaking off and like hitting the ground. That's terrifying. Alright, so she does she, that. She's like, I told you this would be fun. I don't have I don't have to hold back. And I kinda laugh and I go, <laughs> my turn. And I'm gonna go ahead and mirror and I'm gonna go ahead and uh use the uh dust you know dust blades like I was saying and I'm yep. gonna slash into it. Uh, Are you just going to do attack? I'm going to do the blades on it, which is a 149. Nice. So, I don't think it dodges. No. Nope. I would love to see it dodge. It does not dodge. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, so you uh, you reach back, and the hands, dust blades form, start kind of piercing out, sort of uh, Wolverine style, like when his claws are just coming out. Mm -hmm. And then they're just like, goosh, goosh, and they shoot out. And like strike into uh, the the machine, and they're like kind of stuck in there, so they're like hindering it a little bit. Nice. Um, See, Sierra, both of us hit just a little different on the styles. Yeah, that wasn't too bad. I mean, you are inside of a giant robot. That's kind of a wuss move, but the rest of it's pretty awesome. I go. <laughs> you know what? I can't even argue with that one. <laughs> But at the same time, mine looks cooler. <laughs> I mean, her armor looks pretty awesome. But at the same time, she didn't put two huge dust blades into the side of the beast. That's true. Okay. Uh, you're Kevin, just jealous you're not driving a golem. You're, you're up. <laughs> Kevin Lear. So it's time to hurt him some more. Going to electrocute. So it takes uh, 80 damage. Um, so the Lear, uh, the, the swords that the Lear has, like the arcs come arcing off and shock into the machine and then the, um, the swords shoot out as well and they like fly and stick into it, continuing the arc for some more damage. Okay. It's Alarak's turn. Well, it's getting kind of crowded over here. 
Uh, maybe I should get a little closer. He jumps on board. He hits for 136. Uh, so Alarak is now like riding on top of this thing, and he just reaches out, and electricity starts arcing through the air into his body, and he's just like shocking the crap out of the, the head. He's like right on top of the head, just shocking it. Uh, Shao's like, oh, would you guys just stop already? Are we even hurting him? You're doing damage. Hey, Chow. Question. Yeah. What the heck is Barrett? He has our kill code. I don't know. You have a radio? Barrett. Hey, baby, what up? Where the heck are you? Oh, I'm I'm working on a little something special, something extra. Something extra? Yeah. Barrett. We're fighting a giant robot and you have our kill switch. Why are you not here? Oh, good point. Stark's like, don't worry, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be huge. I'm concerned, but at the same time, just just get here eventually. And I just hang up and like <laughs> kinda like mutter to myself, like, I don't want to work with these people. <laughs> nice. And to think I was gonna give you the presidency. The presidency? Clarence, it. It do you gonna hate me that much? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to walk in there and say, Gage is president. I'm going to be like, no! <laughs> you knew this was happening. Clarence's okay. ultimate revenge. Keeping Gage locked in an office. Oh, God, <laughs> Keeping Gage yes. in red forever. There we go. <laughs> 39. Working with them forever. <laughs> okay, what are you trying to oh, do? Oh, shoot. Uh... I'm side attacking it. Hit it with some of that damage. I got it. Oh, you hit it for show. Cool. You didn't roll a one. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that'll help. What? Really? You got 26. Wow, that's so uh, 45. Okay, uh, so describe what happens. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Clarence. I, it, it, like, I. Go and it's like, chow, chow, chow. Listen to me very closely. What? Chow. What? Chow. What? I don't like you. <laughs> I, I slap him in the head. <laughs> okay. He like headbutts like the inside of the thing. He's like, ow, ow, ow. That hurt me a bit. And then I do a bad swipe at it that probably gets, you know, does nothing. And then it's like clonk. Okay. All absorbed. Do you want to do anything else? Wow, you want to move the thing, the golem anywhere? Do you want to like? Do we need to move this thing? Oh, Captain General Presidente Gage. I kind of look at him and go, "You realize you can, you, you can move it like it's linked to you too." Yes, but where do you want to move this? I don't care. I don't do Close. pieces anymore. Close. Fine. The closer you get, me the better. All right, getting them. Okay, uh, Dust Beast. Gonna roll to see if he doesn't kill you guys. And that's not looking good for us. Okay, he's not killing you guys. Yay! Uh, okay. He the word yeah, he's gonna hit the side lord. And he's going Dang. to 57 damage. We're working on it. So, <clears throat> uh, Griff, like, strikes down on top of the, the side lord. 
And you see Alarak like lightning bolt to the other side so he doesn't hit him. Because he's like crashing right where Alarak was. <laughs> Alarak's, hey man, watch where you're striking things. Look at how I'm fast. And Gresh is, and then you hear like an echo of howls. Hello players, it's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire and the keeper of Dust World RPG, as well as I play Lucas in Strangers in the Pines. I'm just here to let you know that we have just released a free one-page RPG called The Christmas Special. It's a game about playing Christmas movies, essentially. So if you love Christmas movies, you love The Grinch, you don't love Christmas, you can blast it. It's kind of up to you and the keeper whoever's running the game the dm so it's really simple you print it out you and your friends and you can create mayhem for christmas or you can save it it's up to you but we just released it so if you're interested in getting that just head on over to our website and click the download link so that's all for now i hope you are enjoying the show and we'll get on with it so back to the show play on Now back to the show. As there's like a lot of wolves not too far away now. It, it sounds closer. Mm-hmm. Biggs, coat him in water. Mm-hmm. I've got a plan. Oh, oh, he's covered in water. Oh, actually, I'll give him extra one half damage. Some of that electricity. How, uh, how, how bad is he looking? Uh, slightly worse. That's not yeah. I'm going to cast perception to see. <laughs> he's he's about a third of his starting HP after what? I cut it down by a dramatic amount. <laughs> what? Okay, so so uh, but also at eight hundred uh, reaches up his sword and you see a giant like gush of water. It's smaller than it was the first time. But when he hits him, he like hits him differently so that the water coats the whole thing. Hmm. Uh, also, Alarak is like, oh crap, and he jumps out of the way. Uh, Sylord gets a turn finally. He's stunned. I know, but he's gonna turn because he's gonna kill somebody. YOLO. You only live once, I'm gonna kill you twice. Bring it on! Um, kill Clarence, let's see what happens. I'm like, bring it on! If I die this turn, will you miss me? I can show you the world. <laughs> anyway, it's been fun, Matsuo, I believe. Um, no, it's me, Sierra. She did, some, she did some pretty messed up damage. It's going to be Matsuo. So you see uh, his hand reaches up, and he cr- like closes it, and then all of a sudden the building uh, breaks apart around her and then just crushes in on her. She dies. Sierra? That one. That one. So, he reaches over to where Alarak is, and okay. he crushes, and uh, this plane actually like gets knocked off onto the ground, and the two of them are both crushed inside of this uh, big ball of junk, and she dies. Alarak is wounded. Oh, who's in the plane? It falls open, and Alarak says, like, Dang it, that hurt. I'm going to have to kill you now. 
Um, I thought that was what our were plan you doing already. before? It, it, you old man. <laughs> hey, you shut up. Don't talk back to your elders. You ain't an elder. You haven't died yet. Matsuo Dodge. Oh, what's up? Well, guys, it's been fun. Uh, really? Matsuo get hit for a lot of damage. I think Matsuo's dead. No, not Matsuo. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. 46. <laughs> what is my health? I can't click on myself. Oh, I think... 54. Oh, he's still alive. Barely. Get wrecked! Actually, uh, you know what? Matsuo's probably not going to like let himself get hit like that. So he immediately opens up one of his beast buddies. Oh no! And the the Zubat bug. Comes I've always out. hated Zubats. No, the shield bug comes out oh, okay. and he tries to shield him. And uh, how much? So the shield bat or the shield bug gets cut in half as like pieces of building are like flying, and it causes Matsuo to fall off the bird. But he like lands safely, but he does still take some damage. Uh, so he's wounded now. I just look up. The bug is dead. What does Matsuo say when it's I so? Look what up. happens? The the attack is coming, and he decides he's gonna like use the shield bug. What happens? Ah, uh, sugar, <laughs> sugoi. Okay, and then sugar's getting killed. <laughs> yeah, and then he flops off. Yeah. Well, and then he looks up at the side well, stove. he flops off. I want to hear this. No, I mean, ah! You know. <laughs> hits the ground. <clears throat> he looks up and, like, his stupid, typical, overly captain of Freeze's guard thing goes away for a second. He looks up and like, that was one of my best bugs. And I don't invest in those lightly. <laughs> I like it. Can I play this guy? Yeah. Like forever? <laughs> it's fun, huh? Okay, it's I've actually made it fun. the rival's turns. The rival's turns? Rivals, what you gonna do? Are you gonna hit them with a fireball or two? Because you got a flying bird who shoots fireballs. We do have that. Does fire do anything, or should I just do earthquake and stun him? But you won't let stun do anything, so we're gonna do fireballs now. <laughs> Sense yeah, I gotta kill fake. some of you guys and make it feel like, like tense. Mm. None of my main characters have even taken any damage. Hit, hit. What are you trying to do? Attack? Flame. I'm just doing flame on. His buttons aren't working for some reason. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-one. Phoenix, you take five. Uh, Alistair cast dust skin on himself. Okay. Uh, what does Juno do? Juno is gonna attack again with what's left of his stamina. It's like 18 left, I think. Uh, cool. So he took another 100 damage. Um, yeah, after the, like, you guys pummeled him, uh, some more of those pods are falling off. And you've noticed that, uh, you didn't notice before, but there's actually some wolves running around on the ground, and they're, like, attacking these pods. And when the pods break open, wolves and people and strange creatures come out. Mm. The wolves 
collect and then run off. Are the wolves good guys or bad guys? They're with us. They're breaking the pods open. Okay, Gage, it's your turn. Mm. Mm. Hey, Gage. Huh? Is it just me or is this whole giant monster thing made up of people? Yeah, well, it's being powered by size. So I'd like to roll a spot check to see if my sister sister is still alive. Well, sister, if there's sister, clone what? still existing, then she's still alive. Okay, then, yeah. And that nine, super helpful. Obviously, I'm in the frame. Well, you're just getting uh, the bad rolls out of the way. <laughs> uh, so, question. Yeah. He can. So Clarence can still attack while I'm near the golem, right? Mm-hmm. But I, he just won't be able to move? Right. Okay. So at this point, I'm going to turn to Clarence and go, Got an idea. I got a second, and I'm just gonna drop out. This is like, terrible. Like, I kinda don't like, like it. And just like drop out, like kind of near like the stomach slash lower region of the thing. Okay. And I'm gonna like like you pee. He yeah, pee pretty much. Like <laughs> he pee me out. This is the one place he's not really looking. Okay. So I'm gonna try and pee, out, but I want to um, land and grab onto the uh, machine near uh, Shao. Okay. If possible, mm-hmm. and pull out the side gun that I had designed. Okay. And I'm going to try and put some shots directly and see if it'll go through and hit Shao. Okay. Since it's side technology, it should be able to affect him. Yeah. Um, so what do I need to roll for the acrobatics, I'm assuming, to try and mm-hmm. latch onto that? Yeah, so like dodge, basically. Like with no so with dodge? sword or anything. Plain dodge. So it's going to be a 16. Sure. You managed to get on the mech. Okay. And then this is a, I'm I'm right next to the canister where Xiao's at, right? Uh, relatively close. I guess roll a climb check. Okay, what would that be? Coordination. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be a twenty-seven to climb. Okay. Yeah, you make it up. Okay. And then wanna take the pistol or take the uh, side gun and fire it at him. Um, Can I do that in this turn, or is that burn all of my movements? Yeah, I mean, can, that's my movement. I don't know. If sure, sure. You can shoot him. Okay. So you shoot, and it doesn't seem to get through the, the pod itself. Like, they're they're pretty heavy duty. Like, they've fallen off, like, 100 feet, hit the ground, and the people inside were still hmm. safe. Kind of Dang it, I gotta go for something more effective. So I'm gonna start climbing up higher. Okay. Uh, and that'll be the end of my turn. It's just starting to climb up into the heart of the machine to try and find a, a weak point. Just Gage hanging out on top of the giant mech. <laughs> I, uh, I kind of get like part of the way up and I'm like looking around. And I'm like, you know, hindsight, this is a terrible idea. And I'm still like <laughs> looking around, like pull out the EMP gun at this point. I'm looking for like circuits to try and shoot, like to. Cripple it. Sure. You, uh, you like look around and you see uh, Alistair and he's just eyeing you very like, hmm. <laughs> I kind of go, I kind of just ignore him. He's a moving just... target. <laughs> I'm like, this is going to suck. <laughs> Sounds like fun. But I, at this point, I also kind of yell to Clarence, Clarence, swing, but please don't hit me. <laughs> also, maybe you should let people know that I'm on the machine. Nah, we're good. Gosh darn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, hey, they remember my arm. Remember they see arm. you. No, joking. Most people could see you. Uh, Kevin, it's your turn. What are you doing? It's like, I see Gage. 
Oh, also, and I go. Wow, that was loud. You intentionally electrocute me. Yeah. And I aim for him, but I miss. Well, you do hit him. Yeah. Uh, Gage's soak is nine. Yeah. So take forty. If anything, he takes a little bit of. He takes like a little bit of splash. That's my resistance. It's supposed to negate electricity. Wait, 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 wait. wait. It's covered in water and it's a machine, so the machine should be taking triple then. Oh, you're right. Now I think we're even. (laughs) There's just a massive sand middle finger standing up in the middle right now. Sorry, Clarence, can you grab him? No. Okay. (laughs) Oh, Sierra grabs you. There's a lot of bitterness right now towards me for three years of torture and imprisonment. Something, something, the conscience of the king. Sierra jumps across and she grabs you off and she's like, She's like got you by the scruff of your neck and like tossing you on the ground. She's like, sometimes you put yourself in the worst possible locations. Also, watch this. And she does a backflip, spins around, and uh, she's gonna wail on this dude some with some some boom booms. She's gonna hit him with the boom booms. Um, Um, All right, it's my turn. It's your turn. Hi, I'm going to rip uh, Shao out of his pod. Okay, cool. Try. So you try to like pull him out, and uh, all this fire starts engulfing, and it doesn't actually uh, it it doesn't it doesn't really soak very well like against what you're doing, and so you actually pull him out through the fire, and he's like, "I'm on fire." He's Hi, Chow. <laughs> he's now floating and on fire. What's happening to the rest of the golem? It's Are we actually still. like trying to help him? Because last I checked, the king wanted us to save him. Yeah, uh, I'll go fling him on board. With you guys? Mm, I don't know. I'll keep him in one hand. Wait a minute, once. wait a minute, wait a minute. I have a Saigon that literally knocks people out. Like, because it's, that's its point. So, okay. I kind of go, I kind of, Clarence! Attack of opportunity! I'm waving the little pistol at him. Like, attack of opportunity! I okay, think. so the side beast, uh, or the, the dust beast Griff, uh, <laughs> like, goes to attack the, the machine, and it, like, he kind of shakes his head for a second, and then he looks over at where Lear and Sierra are standing, and he brings his hand down hard and fast and smashes Sierra. And then he starts climbing up this building towards Lear. <laughs> And now you hear howls, but they're all like around you. Like they sound like they're in the buildings and like on the ground around you. Uh, So the cyber machine, I guess I could roll. Are you holding them in uh, Shao in your hand? What are you doing? Yeah, I am now. And then there's this classical music playing for some reason, and it's really, really loud, and it's Beethoven, and we're just standing there with him in my hand, and this really loud classical... Okay. Uh, Roll. Wow, rude. Griff, why? Why are you doing this, Griff? What? Oh. Do I have Griff selected? It doesn't matter. Um, okay, so he reaches over and he snatches off like your hand with uh, Shao 
in it, and he like just shoves it right back, and then the machine like closes around Shao, and then all of a sudden two wings come out, and you see like a bunch of like rockets, and then the whole thing takes off up into the sky. <clears throat> How much GDP did you spend on this incredibly stupid thing? Who are you talking to? The king. God, everybody, <laughs> Red kinda, Earth. I kind of chime in on the rate, the connection. You literally don't want to know how much we spent on this thing. I kind of want one. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> uh, I could have done it, but I would have needed three years instead of five minutes. So, Big, you know. Biggs is like, well, this is awkward. Uh, I'm out of stamina. I'm going home, guys. Good luck. <laughs> Just kidding. Um... Uh, all of a sudden, you hear a familiar voice. Hey, baby, don't you worry. I got something on my sleeve. And, We're going uh, to regret this. And I also, uh, you hear another voice. Hello, I'm so glad you're all alive. That means we're doing pretty good. But you never found the mole. Oh, wait, you did. Anyway, I have an idea. It's not going to be a good one, but... Here goes anyway. Who the hell are you? It's General Gerber. Oh, hi. Wait. Oh, I guess we got him out. Yeah. So uh, one of the pods ended up being General Gerber. Okay. And uh, you you feel the the ground coming away from underneath the golem, and uh, you hear Gerber go, "Um, all aboard. Who's uh who's going to space? Can I breathe up there?" I don't know. Good luck. I go ahead and go, alright, fine. We're all going to die. Yeah, we're going to die together. This is the only way it could end. I jump on the golem. I'm in the golem. So, flying in with rockets on his back is uh, Barrett Love, and he lands inside the golem, and he's like, don't worry, boys. I got you covered. I got something called foresight. We're dead, aren't we? Yes. I turn to Barrett, though, and I go, Barrett. Yes. Your uh, cannon can integrate any kind of technology immediately, correct? My what? You have an arm cannon, correct? Oh, yeah. It can integrate any kind of technology like that, correct? If I hand it to you, you can integrate it. I mean, it'll take me a little while. Actually, Stark pops his head up. He's like, if it's technology, I can probably do something with it. Fantastic. And I pull out the EMP gun and the side gun. I said, these two... EMP blast, side blast, takes them both out. This one's supposed to stop a side. This one's supposed to stop an electronic. Can you combine the two and make a big gun? Uh, sure. Well, that's it for this episode of Dust World. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you want to follow us or connect with us, check us out on social media at The RPG Empire. And we hope you have a 